if parenthood came with a GPS, it would most likely just say recalculating. Join Yulandi Becker and her guest experts Wednesdays at 11 a.m. for Bump and Beyond, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. That is indeed true. You are on 101.9 High FM and I am your host, Yulandi Becker. Welcome to Bump and Beyond, the show about pregnancy. And I'm not sure if you can say it, but happy Pregnancy Awareness Week. <laughs> I Pregnancy Awareness Week is about strengthening pregnancy education and stresses the important issues to promote healthy pregnancy and safe motherhood. It is very important that women pregnant women, start attending antenatal care, so go for doctor checkups and all those things as soon as they suspect that they are pregnant, and certainly within the first trimester. And it's especially important for us who are in a very privileged position, who kind of take those doctor checkups for granted in our life. It's important to spread this message so that people know that it is important to get checked up and to make sure that you have a healthy pregnancy. But today's show is going to be a good one because it's something really, really close to my heart. It's not really necessarily it's not pregnancy related or maybe it is you should start planning already when you're pregnant I just told you you should go to the doctor but I have mentioned to you many times before that this is my fun job and my side hustle on top of this I do run a business um, with a team of 21 women and of course I still also have two kids and a husband And I do get asked, how do I manage things in my life like this? Sometimes I wonder myself, but luckily for me, I don't know if it's genetics. I don't think so because I'm trying to think if my parents are very planning and very organized. They're both teachers, I guess they are. So I am a very organized person and I love planning whether it's my life, a holiday, my schedule, whatever, I do love plan. I also like doing those things then after I've planned it, but I am a very organized person. I like to call, I like to not call it being um, organized, but I like to call it being reliable. <laughs> so that is exactly what today's show is all about. And later I am going to be speaking to Debbie Harold. She's, she, I think this is, I've missed my calling because she calls herself a professional organizer. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking after today, you'll see, I'm going to share some of my insights, um, today with you, of course, but then of course with Debbie as well, because she is the professional gets paid to share her insights. I don't, but like always. This is not a one-sided conversation. We would love to hear your top tips of organizing. Or if you just wing it, please also send me a message to say, listen here, I wing my life and it's going great. I love the spontaneity that comes with that. Um, I'm not that brave. But please, you can send us, of course, you can phone us on 010-140-3020. You can send us a telegram or a voice note on telegram on 061-895-1019. And you can, of course, also SMS us at 34519. SMSs are charged at 1.50. And I want you to share 
your pearls of wisdom on what is that game changer for you in your life that you figured out or that you read somewhere or whatever that made organizing your life a little bit easier. I think maybe technology is really helping us a bit, but more on this just now. (laughs) This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. If you've just joined us, you are on 101.9 High FM, and this is Bump and Beyond with me, Yulandi Becker. And today we are talk, uh, talking organizing your life. And thank you, Sora, for sending in that very thorough, I love the term command center. I'm also now going to call my hub in my kitchen my command center because I do have that. And I just want to have a little bit of a disclaimer here. I've mentioned that I am very organized very reliable and I really do try to follow these habits that I've created but I can also promise you that unfortunately sometimes life happens unforeseen things happens or sometimes I miss something I forgot last week Friday I had to meet with my friends and for lunch and I completely forgot about it I even checked the week before say what time are we meeting and everything. But for some other reason, I didn't make a note about it. I didn't put it in my calendar. And if it's not in my diary, it doesn't exist and it won't happen. And I don't know what happened. And I feel bad. I feel bad about it. But in the end, I also didn't do it on purpose. But you have to remember that those things happen. It also doesn't help you just uh, you just get upset about it all the time. Next time, hopefully, I will do better. But in reality, I am often so organized and reliable that when I am late, sometimes people think that something serious has happened with me. Um, Sometimes it has. Something has obviously happened that I'm late. It's not sometimes my own fault. Um, Sometimes it's load shedding. Isn't that also annoying? Load shedding. Because now you can't plan anything because you don't know where load shedding is going to happen. So when you're driving somewhere, you always have to add a little bit of extra time. So you're either, you're either 10 minutes late or you're 10 minutes early. You're never on time is almost impossible. So yes, another reason to love load shedding. But anyway, before I'm going to start sharing my tips, I want to introduce my professional organizer, Debbie Harold, also mother of two. Hello, Debbie. Hi, Yolandi. Lovely to be here. I am so, so happy that you're here. Like I said, I'm, I'm thinking people can hear the excitement in my voice when we talk about this because I do have quite a lot of my own tips and tricks that I want to share, but before I get into my own stuff, I want to rather hear a little bit more from you. Firstly, I want to know, how do you become a professional organizer? Are people so disorganized you can actually make money out of this? Uh, well, yes, people are very disorganized, actually. And the issue is not so much whether they want to be organized or not but whether they will apply themselves and be intentional. So, um, and then, you know, there's also that thing about there's a who and there's a how for solutions. 
So you can either Google yourself or YouTube yourself how to get organized, or you could find a who, like someone like myself, um, and employ that kind of person to come around and get the organizing done. So uh, I have not done any specific training or anything along that line. Um, I did uh, join a local South African group and yeah, I've been connected with them for a while, but at the end of the day, I do see it as um, a gift that I've been given and I've really been able to help people in various facets over decades, um, whether it's sorting out a spare bedroom that's gotten a bit cluttered or rearranging a playroom or the children have grown up and sorting out the, the toys and being able to pass them on to somebody else. Sometimes I've, you know, even just done errands for people. So it, it really is a broad spectrum of things that I've sorted out. Ah, I like that, sorting out things, like literally sorting things and then sorting out things. And I think for me, like often when people think of organizing things, they obviously think about the whole planning of it and that it's a lot of work to plan things. And But the reality for me is, is that it saves me in the long term so much time to be planning and to do things. Do, do you think, does planning in general, does it take a lot of work? Does it take a lot of organizing? Does it take a lot of planning and work? Do you feel that? No, I would say that um, you need to be able to carve out some time to set up a planning um, day or time frame and then to set up your your systems. But once they are in place, boy, it saves you the time, the energy, the effort, because things can run smoothly and you don't, it also helps beat that uh, decision fatigue issue because you're not having to make decisions all the time. You've taken the time to make decisions about what's the best order for doing something or when should something be done in your day. And then you don't have to re-decide that every day. Um, so yes, it requires intention to sit down and um, make decisions, make plans. But then, as you said, things just run far more smoothly after that. I mean, I also think so. I really, I mean, I really, again, I'm a a big fan of organizing and I really do believe it's necessary, but from my own, like I have to take care of myself and all my responsibilities that goes around myself, but I've also got two children and the older they get, the more their own lives requires assistance from me and they have things that they have to do. And organizing again for me helps with those responsibilities because I do believe or I know it's not that I believe it I know it is that it's impossible to remember everything Mm. so what do you think is the important if you're now starting out you're you've got a new baby you have to organize everything maybe you've got two kids now I don't know and you have to organize what is the first thing you would say is a good place to start with organizing your life what's the starting point with something like that I think for me, it really does start with a calendar. And I really liked that uh, input about the command center. I believe that having a calendar that is visible to all members of the family. So if it's a baby, well, that's obviously not a big deal. But for older children and, and your husband or your partner, it is very useful. So having a place in your home where you keep track of those details. So a calendar is an easy place for you to keep track of what's coming up, what's happening, If you've got a baby, it would be the up and coming doctor's appointments, 
uh, vaccinations, those types of things. If yeah, it's even going children, yeah. If I'm thinking just with a baby, even I remembered like I couldn't remember which boob I lost fed with or what time I lost fed with. So I think even for that, but let's get into that a lot more just now. How do you organize your life as a parent and a mommy? So there are a few golden rules I like to follow. So rule number one is I'd like to plan ahead for that specific week. If you can, plan for the month. However, I like to plan down or plan ahead for the week. And if there's a few things dotting up or jumping up that specific week, I will put it in my calendar as well. Thing number two, write your planning down. Very important. Otherwise, you're going to forget things. Number three is to have a diary to write it in, whether it's electronic diary, on your computer or your iPad or your phone or a paperback diary. Personally, I prefer a paperback diary. I like to write my things and just, if I don't need to do something, I would scratch it out or cancel something, I would scratch it out. Then number four, very, very important, don't ever overbook yourself. Always keep a few slots open for, maybe you need a Benelin day, or maybe you need to take the cat to the vet. Then number five, very important in terms of your children is just put homework time or set some homework time aside for your kiddies every day. So I would like, um, what I personally do is after school, on certain days, on a Tuesday, I know what's the, the planning for the day. I set my homework time or the kiddies homework time for a specific time on a Tuesday. So the whole week I set different times that we would do homework. Always taking into consideration extramurals and other activities that we need to attend to during the week. Then, lastly, but most importantly, is to have me time. Whether your me time is five to ten minutes of Netflix every day in the late evening, or whether it's thirty minutes of just lying in the bath and relaxing once a week. Hope that helps. This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. Yes, you are on 101.9 FM with me, Yolandi Becker, and this is Bump and Beyond, and I'm speaking to Debbie Harold, and we're talking organizing your life as a parent. Even though organizing is lots, it can be initially, it's not lots of work. Once you get into the habits, it's, it's becomes second nature. So it might seem very daunting initially, but before we had took a bit of a break, uh, Debbie actually spoke about what she feels is the starting point for everything. And that's having like a calendar that you're putting things on. And even both of our callers had their different ways of doing it. One said she has a paper diary. The other said she had a command center. And I, I really do think we have different ways. I use Outlook because then it's on my calendar on my computer. And it's also on my phone the whole time. So they're synced my calendar. So I always have, I can see when something needs to happen. And I'm so pedantic that everything is in my calendar. When to pick up my kids at school, because it's also for me different times, different days, depending on what activities they have. So when to pick them up, when to go do groceries, when I have tasks to do at uh, work, I put them in my calendar and block off that time and make sure that everything is in my calendar. So it's so 
organized already that even my husband knows that if he wants us to go do something with friends or something over weekend, he will send me a meeting request to make sure that it is in my calendar. So we're both already in that habit of putting things in our calendars so that we know what's coming up and what needs to be done. With that, I also have a little command center in my kitchen because um, for my children and for my husband to see what's going on. So the things that kind of affect all of us is on a, a little whiteboard that we have that you can get anywhere so that you don't have to use paper all the time. The This is more better for the ecosystem to have a whiteboard. Um With their daily activities, when to pick them up from school, on which day, and then a game changing thing for me has been menu planning. So the one day of the week, it's usually on a Monday evening. I plan the menu for the week until the next week. Um, and it helps me to make a shopping list. So I hate it when my children ask me what is for dinner. They know they don't even ask. They have to go look on the board what I am, even while I'm busy making the food, they would not dare ask me. But those are just some of the things that have already come up, Debbie. But in our daily lives, what are the like categories that we can or should be? I mean, in the end, I guess, should, we don't have to organize everything. It's helpful for sure, but we don't have to. But what are some of the categories that we have to organize in our lives? Well, I would say that uh, we would start with things like sleep. So it is useful to have a regular bedtime and a regular get-up time, which actually ties in with a morning and an evening routine. So if you can organize what happens before bedtime and what happens when you wake up, those kinds of things can set up your day and set up your night really well. And then sticking to family events, I would also say, as you touched on meals, for me, meals is a huge category that can be organized. As you said, meal planning, it then streamlines your shopping. Um, and I have done meal planning myself. And I would say it's, I use it as a great guide. I make sure I've got all the ingredients for those things if I suddenly wake up today and the last thing I feel like is whatever's written on the menu, I can change it to whatever's written for tomorrow. But um, it is a huge game changer. And then I think the other big area to organize is activities, whether that's your personal gym time um, or the kids' ballet or cricket, um, all those different things, they typically come with either some kind of clothing or gear or whatever that needs to be ready, cleaned, what have you, packed, maybe even so I would use those kinds of categories as things to organize. Oh, no, I like those. And I could go tick, tick, tick on that, <laughs> which is also something I like doing with making lists. And I love, 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 love that you actually prioritize sleep. I haven't gone that far yet because obviously I am very pro-sleep, so I don't have a problem with sleep generally. Um, if you have the key to sleep, you use it. But... Uh, I do love the, the fact that you are reiterating that fact that you should prioritize sleep because I think this is the whole point for me kind of of this discussion is the fact that we live in this world where it seems to be a badge of honor to seem busy. <laughs> the yeah. more stuff you're doing, the more impressive you are. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't live in that world anymore. I feel like the more free time it is, the more impressive I am. <laughs> So I, I wish I had more of that because then I would be more impressed. 
But I think, yeah, I think that sleep should be a priority. And uh, studies have shown time and time and time and time again that a proper sleep bedtime at a specific time at night actually improves you falling asleep and staying asleep throughout the night. So it's a very beneficial for you to sleep. And it doesn't help you're so busy during the day and you don't sleep because then you're going to forget all those things even more so mm. because sleep does help to consolidate your memory. But the other thing you also mentioned is activities and you specifically said exercise. And even that I do put in my calendar. Because I find if I don't put it in, then it doesn't take a priority. And you need to make time for those things. And again, this is stuff we know. We know we should be sleeping. We know we we should be exercising. We know it's good for us. There's no one needs to convince us of these things. We know it. We should be doing it and prioritizing and making time for it because I can tell you I'm super fit and I'm feeling good about myself because of it. So it is really important. So, but now also we're now thinking of the daily grind. Is it important to have like long-term planning? Because I'm not a, that I have to, even though I'm a super organized person, I am not a five-year plan, 10-year plan person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the question is, what is long? You know, how long is a piece of string? I think I my, like that. <laughs> yeah. My answer is that, yes, long-term planning is important, whether it's as detailed as your daily, you know, this coming week's plan, perhaps that's a little more flexible. So I would say that how you spend your time, your energy, and your finances can certainly be streamlined. And it's much easier to adapt a plan than to start from scratch. So if you have children, well, there's an education plan that needs to be somewhere. Um, and that is not just in terms of location, but also financial. And is there a plan for setting aside money on a monthly basis, or are you just going to have a bump a month somewhere and save that or whatever it is? So I do think that long-term planning is helpful. It is also helpful when it comes to holidays. And planning out when are you going to go away, when are you doing staycations, whatever the case may be. Maybe some families also swap out Christmases, one with one family, one with the other family. And so I do think that there is huge benefit in long-term planning. Yes. So see, even though I said I'm not a five-year planner or a 10-year planner, again, tick, 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 tick. Again, I I do love certain things. Like I love planning for holidays and I'm like an Airbnb ninja. I find all the coolest stays and things like that. So I do like it. And I also always like the idea of looking forward to something. And I love also that you mentioned things like school fees because the reality is we all have to pay school fees. And if your kid is going to private school, even more so you're going to be paying and you need to plan for these things. And just as a side note on that, just FYI, if you are really good at planning like me and my husband, maybe it's more him this than me. So maybe I should rather give him the credit, even though I'm pretty sure he's not listening. (laughs) I could uh, say that we actually 
save, we've been saving a year in advance and then we pay our kids school fees once off in the year. And because of that, they give us a discount and on a, a big amount of money, five or 6% discount makes a big difference. It's like a month's fee that you're almost saving for that. So those type of things also financially see organizing your life is not about being pedantic and having more work. It's about saving you money. It's saving you time and saving you stress. That's what planning and organizing is about. So Debbie, I could go into a lot more about my top tips, but while I have you here, and if you just joined us, you are on 101.9 High FM on Bump and Beyond with me, your host, Yulani Becker, and I'm speaking to professional organizer and mom of two, Debbie Harold. I love that. I think I'm going to add that to my job. You said you don't really have any. I'm going to add it to my business card that I'm also a professional organizer. I'm pretty sure you're better than me. Is now, now what I wanted to ask is what is your top tips when it comes to daily life? The top tips, or is that the, all those categories that you mentioned, or do you have some like practical top tips that we can follow? Yeah, I'm very much a practical person. So, um, I would start with prep the night before. Oh. That is probably the, the best top tip. So it can come down to things like choosing your clothes, getting your gym bag ready, having the kids get their activity items ready, their school bags. Um, maybe even defrosting, putting the meat in the fridge to defrost, whatever it is, if you take five or 10 minutes the night before to prep for the next day, that will set you up for a good start. Uh, my second one would be meal prep, whether that's on a weekly or a monthly basis, putting that into your weekly rhythm, which is my third uh, item, having establishing a weekly rhythm, whether that's washing grocery shopping, exercise, general errands, visiting with friends, whatever the cases are, having a rhythm that you know, I typically do my grocery shopping on Tuesday nights because I've got time to do it online or whatever. Again, that is a useful pattern. Another practical item is um, the command central that we've mentioned. So one place in the home where you keep your family calendar, the weekly meal plan, the invitations, the forms that need to be filled out, uh, et cetera. And then my last one that I've got for you is what I call the daily leader. So if you have children who are a little older and you're looking for a way to combat sibling rivalry, like who sits in the front or who chooses a TV program or who, whatever, if you've got two, I'm going to assume you've got two children, you could set it up that Mary is always the leader on even days and Johnny is always the leader on odd number days in a month. And so when issues emerge, as the parent, you could calmly ask, who's the leader today? You don't have to be stressed, all of that. And if it's the eighth of the month like it is today, well, it's an even number, so it would be Mary. And then Mary gets to make the choice. So another practical daily tip. I just is, wanted to note on that is, though, yes. that uh, the key to what Debbie is saying is only have two kids. <laughs> 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 that's that's what I got from that. <laughs> I, I would like to say that things could be modified and changed. I don't think a person needs to be limited to two children. <laughs> Made sense to me. Anyway, I, I interrupted you. 
It's not a problem. The bottom line is that if you can remove the um, the sting and the stress out of these um, moments that seem to crop up frequently when you've got more than one child, it, that is a way to do it. It's by no means the only way, but it a, is a way to do I it. I love it. I'm going to start doing that. I've got <laughs> this, like, I couldn't go tick, 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 tick this time. Thank you very much, Debbie. Well, but that's why you're the expert. <laughs> I must say that tip comes from my sister-in-law, and I just love it when I hear her say very quietly, "And who's the leader today? <laughs> and it just settles the issue, and it's just... Really makes it much easier. I, I really like that. There was a couple of things that you also are prepping the night before. And I had this conversation with my husband like a, a couple of days ago, maybe not uh, two days ago. And because we have such a great morning because we live really close to the school and we are all four of us morning people. So we are very, when we get up, we get up. We don't lie in bed or anything. We get up and we do our thing. And that's also on the preparation part of everything. Do not underestimate what your child can do. I can promise you that both my kids have been able to dress themselves from before they turn two years old. In the beginning, all you need to do is put their stuff out and give them the time to do it on their own. I can tell you they can. They might take a little bit longer. But it is acceptable. Put it out the night before. And before you know it, they do it on their own. Give them the opportunity to make their beds on their own. It's their beds. They need to learn. Remember, the key to parenting is creating independent people. You, They need to be able to take care of themselves one day. And if you don't do the small things in the beginning. It's going to build up in the end and you're going to have a crap load of small things that they don't know how to do. So let them make their own beds and take care of themselves. So um for me, I, I we are super relaxed and chilled in the morning because we're such, like I said, we're all very morning people and ready to go. So um it is very nice. And that whole rush of we have to get there on time is not there. Avoid those situations by prepping the night before. I, I also like the weekly rhythm. And I've spoken to a couple of my friends today, and I was like asking them, how are things going? And they're all, and what we're now in the first week of February, uh, Pregnancy Awareness Week, um, all of them telling me that they're finally getting into the rhythm. And as soon as we all get into the rhythm, we're all probably getting ready again for, it's time for holiday. We need to... <laughs> break again so i'm loving 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 this talk and we're very quickly running out of time (laughs) this is bump and beyond with yulandi becker the show about pregnancy and babies 101.9 megahertz of life Yes, if you've just joined us, you are on 101.9 High FM. This is Bump and Beyond, and I'm your host, Yulandi Becker, and I'm chatting with Debbie Herald. Are you related to Sonia Herald by any means? <laughs> I don't no, know. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm giving away my age, but she's a professional organizer and a mom of two, and I've had so much fun talking about organizing our lives. I want to know... Because I've now mentioned that we, you should be involving your children a little bit more when you're planning your daily. When, when do you feel is a, a good time to start involving the whole family in 
organizing our daily lives, I guess. <laughs> well, like you mentioned, children are very um, capable from a young age. And the sooner you tap into building in that independence, the easier it becomes for you. So I would certainly say if it starts with you having to put the clothes out the night before so that they can dress themselves in the morning, it shouldn't be that much uh, further down the road before they can choose their own clothes the night before and put it out. And again, you're building in helpful rhythms and habits for themselves um, by choosing it the night before. I think young children can help set and clear the table. Um, that's part of a daily rhythm that is also part of part of the system. Uh, so I don't really have age-specific times, but I do think that it can be very young. Then as they get older, for me, children could then be um, quite responsible for their own school bags, their own activity gear, whether it's cricket, ballet, whatever. I even feel children from a young age can organize their own school snacks or lunches. That, of course, depends on whether that's something that the school provides or you provide. But again, it does require you to think through setting up the system so that it's easy for them to reach. So it needs to be in low cupboards or drawers so that they can easily open it and close it. Again, building up that independence element within them. And getting awesome. them to eat it better. I have to say that was one of the things. It's like I packed them lunch and then they came back with the exact same lunchbox. So I said, well, this is your problem now. You can pack what you want to. Obviously, I know I buy a certain things that it's not just sweets or whatever. There's never sweets in the lunchbox. But it helps that they actually didn't eat it because they packed it themselves. Yes. I would also say that certainly from school age, Children can be part of what I would call the weekly family meeting where you just briefly run through what's coming up in the week. Um, if there's a party or there's a, you know, a special function or something along that line so that everybody's on the same page to try and prevent your, um, recent experience of skipping the lunch with your friends. Anyway, being part of family meetings, I think is also part of the big picture understanding of how we run our lives. And then lastly, I think children can also from a, not only from school age, but even from younger can be um, part of a, the system where you've got a designated kitchen helper who helps you prepare the meals. And I really do believe that so much learning and training takes place in the everyday of chopping vegetables and peeling things and whatever it is in the kitchen. It's not just uh, training them to know how to cook or whatever, but it's just life skills. And I think you can incorporate your children uh, in your daily helper plan within the kitchen elements. I, I agree with you so much. And I mean, I have to say that now that you were mentioning that letting them in and I'm, I feel like I tell my kids a lot of things, but I just realized that we, my brother's birthday is coming up this weekend and we're going to my parents and I know about it. My husband knows about it, but I haven't even told my children and I'm very, very sure both of them are not going to be impressed that they have to miss out on screen time because I only get screen time over weekends um, going to <laughs> grandma's house. But anyway, luckily she always has sweets. So I'm sure she, they're excited about that part of it. Uh, but that's something so silly that I've really, I feel actually a little embarrassed that I've never been more, I'm going to have family meetings now once a week. That's for sure. We speak so much. It's actually funny that I don't have that. But another thing that you were also mentioning with like including them and allowing them to do and learning certain skills is, is that 
even though I say that kids could do a lot, we should also not assume that they know how to do planning. And I've experienced that my son is now a grade six and already last year, grade five. Obviously, they learn things like the school, like incorporates things like uh, writing down your homework and stuff like that. But they also don't have that much homework at grade five or whatever. And then they feel like they're going to remember it. But he doesn't always. And honestly, I now have this habit with my son where I sit with him at the end of when he comes back from school. And then we go through his school bag. And the only reason is to give him tips on how to organize his papers, how to cut it out nicely. Because even though they teach them kind of these things in school, they don't focus on it child per child, how they do it. They thinking they know how to do it. And it's silly things like that. It's now such a habit that, yeah, he's learned all these additional skills. So don't, just because you know how to pack a lunchbox, assume that they know how to do it. Show You have to also first show them how to do mm-hmm. these things. Show them how to cook food. Show them how to make the bed. It's not going to, when they're two or three years old, they can make a bed. I could promise you that. Let's say three years old because at two, they're probably still in a cot. But at three years old, they can most definitely make the bed, but it's, it's a horrible bed making. But just be proud of them that they attempted to do it and don't fix it. Leave it. It's fine. The way they did it is really great. So. Like I mentioned everything, and you've also mentioned it and reminded me again of my failure of missing my lunch. (laughs) But inevitably, I mean, the other day I wanted to go do something and my car didn't want to start. So all of my plans for that day had to change because my battery was flat in my car. So those things happen. Inevitably, you wake up one morning and you have everything planned for the day and your kid is sick. (laughs) So. It's parenthood, it's life, things like that. Should we have backup plans? Should we be organizing for backup or should we have those type of things? Yes, most definitely. Um, if you're looking for less stress, having a backup plan is the most helpful thing. So, uh, for example, having a spare set of clothes for each member of the family in the car. You just don't know what's going to happen. And you can have a small packet in the back and have that ready to go. Even an extra towel can be so useful. Another category, I think, is ready-to-go meals. And especially in light of the load shedding and the challenges that we're facing at the moment, if you can have a backup plan of either you know Uber Eats on speed dial or whatever it is, just Having thought through the categories of whether it's driving. So, you know, could, do you have the Uber app on your, on your phone? Would you be able to sort that out? Or do you have friends that you could contact if they need to pick up the child because your car battery is flat? Uh, when it comes to food, what are the backups systems that you've got there? Including snacks, because snacks can be a very powerful, helpful element in your day to keep everybody going. So does that mean that you bake once a week? and freeze muffins so that they're easy to go. Yeah, I think those are a couple of my my those, thoughts on backup plans. I, I, I really like that. And I mean, in the end of the day, I also have to say that, I mean, especially in our high FM community, we are a proper community. And in the end of the day, rely on those people. The other day when my son couldn't be picked up at school, I couldn't pick him up because I didn't have a car. I could ask someone to do it. So it's been, mm. yeah, it's really great. So Debbie... 
I can see that my producer or like Craig is signaling me that we have run out of time. It's been absolutely fantastic, Debbie, to have you on the show. Before you go, where can people reach you to organize their lives? Well, my my easiest place would be um, under my name, Life Matters Guide. And if you look on Instagram, I'm on Life Matters Guide there and on Facebook as well. That is much more paper organizing for important documents than just general organizing. But that's certainly the way that you could contact me. Um, if you're looking for an email address, you could do D for Debbie, Herhold spelled H-E-R-H-O-L-D-T at gmail.com. And you could drop me a note and I could see how I could help you. Thank you so much for having me, Yolandi. Thank you so much, Debbie. It's been life-changing. Even I learned something. So it's been really great. Thank you so much, Debbie. Bye. Bye. This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. Yes, and so we have to unfortunately end off soon with the show today. And it was so much fun, and I hope you um, enjoyed it as much as me and that you learned some organizing tips. I do have some top tips that I also still want to share. But remember, if you missed anything, you can listen to this podcast afterwards and all of the other podcasts that we have, including from our other shows on our website, highfm.com. In the end of the day for me, what organizing is about is about saving time. And I'm a very firm believer. If you can only um, save five minutes a day, it means that you have saved 35 minutes a week. Can't we all do with an extra half an hour? Then like in 35 minutes, I can go run five kilometers. So in the end, it is, it sounds silly to be able to save five minutes, but it can be a game changer. Another little silly tip that, um, I want to say is that you should use technology. Put reminders on your phone. Um, and I usually leave like WhatsApp messages unread if I know that it requires an action and a small tip on WhatsApp. If you've got a message that is shown, as unread on WhatsApp. If you click on that person's name and you hold it, it comes up, up as a sneaky preview of the message being shown without it showing you that it's read or the other person that it's read. So a sneaky little WhatsApp tip there for you. Remember also to delegate your chores to your children and make sure to get your family ready. I think Debbie also said that from before. Also make sure to have screen-free times with you and your family. After dinner, include some time where each of you can read or journal or listen to audiobooks, but make sure that you set the example of screen-free time. Um, it's really a great time also for board games and things like that. But if you're not going to be setting the example, your kids are not going to be doing that. Organization is not about perfection. It's about efficiency, reducing stress and clutter, saving time and money, and improving your overall life. In this ever-changing life where busy seems to be a badge of honor, stop telling everyone you're busy. It has become the standard answer for all of us. It's like, how are you? And it's like, we're busy. If you're telling five people, Five different people in one day that you're busy. 
You are hearing that mantra the entire day of I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Stop saying it. Say something like I'm successful, I'm productive, I'm awesome. So stop using the word busy because the only person you are convincing in this scenario scenario is yourself. But it's been such a great show. And join me next week because I recently read that there's a measles outbreak in South Africa. So I am, as always, roping in some experts and I'm be joining with Sister Anshin Verstaat next week. And we're going to talk about vaccinations. I am very excited for that. The world is changed by your example, not by your opinion. Let's lead by example for our children. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time, enjoy your day.